Yeah, we're just going to start with the train wreck right before we're even live. The train wreck. Here we go. Yeah, train wreck. Boom. And the train wreck is live. You've heard this podcast before. (laughs) Yeah, there's, by the way, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, it never gets better. (laughs) Jesus Christ, I'm glad to be back. Yes. Wait, you were gone? Yeah, no, not really. In, in, In my heart, you were with me. Oh, gosh. I'd rather be in your pants. Did I say that? Uh, in my pants, you were. With. <laughs> <laughs> the funny yeah, part is, is, is that Should you know I... when Izzy's promoting the uh, the show, he's like, you know, yeah, it's you know, it's really family friendly, really family friendly, <laughs> humble. I did, I did not say that. I said no. mostly clean is what I said. Most yeah, well, it's it is. It is generally which clean. is. Well, Have you guys heard the show? I, well, I'm just saying it's generally clean, and then there's Mike. <laughs> Wow, he went for the feelings, right? <laughs> Let's for the record, you asked Mike, me to do this. For the record, you have no feelings. It's true, but I'm just saying. You, know what? you asked you know me what? to do this, Mike. and you haven't asked me to stop doing it in 105 episodes. So <laughs> that's that's because after you, they're like, no, nah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't even no. I haven't even gotten a stout talking to. <laughs> like, we haven't even it's coming, buddy. We haven't even had to sit me down <laughs> and be like, uh, "Hey, man, that the bite in the bear's balls thing was maybe a, a bridge too far." We haven't even had that conversation. I think that was on like episode twenty. I think uh, I think we've I think we've rolled forty six. I think was the one on that. So the, the point of entry on that one. Yeah. So uh, you know what? I was just. Uh, I should probably do. Hey, it. Can you drop that fat beat? I should probably DJ do it. Mikey, thing. Mike. <laughs> I don't know. Do See, uh, not all of us are out of practice, Joel. Some of us have been do it, here Mike. every episode. Do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it, Mike. Oh, God. I just like hearing you say that. I don't even want to start. I just want you to keep saying that. <laughs> do you have a video camera somewhere? What are you watching me do? <laughs> oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Oh, it's so glad welcome. to be here. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, welcome. That's right. I'm out of practice. Welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe. I've said too much. The always gluten free, low carb male nudity of internet radio. Yes, I did just pick three things to throw together that made no damn sense, and you're welcome. I'm joined as always by my good friends, Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Wood Shop and Mr. Maker's Playground, Izzy Swan. Huh? How do you like that? Cue the that, applause. That was freaking awesome. Huh? That, oh, that yeah. Good. Smooth, slick. Hosting. Yep, See, right I, go Hosting away, I go away for one show and you you get better. <laughs> when was I worse? Are we going to have this conversation on, on air? <laughs> I think it's time to have a hard let's, talk. Hey, let's do it. <laughs> go ahead. Let's <laughs> talk about all the ways I've failed you. <laughs> show me on the doll <laughs> where I hurt you. <laughs> where? Where Laffy hurt me. Yes. Oh, please. Right but, in the feels. But anyway, hey, guys. Hello. Gentle person. One and gentle person two. How are you? Yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm incredibly dehydrated. I've run 17 million miles this weekend. So if you hear me drinking and burping, I apologize. I'm a <laughs> terrible human being. I had no idea that there were that many bears in North Carolina. Oh, yeah. No, I've got to. So before, I just signed up. They have this move challenge at work that they signed up and uh, you have to do like 10,000 miles. If you have a Fitbit or Apple watch or whatever, you have to do 10,000 steps. I said miles, but 10,000 steps a week to be eligible. 
So, and I started so that looking. was like Monday. Miles is a whole different. Yeah, 10,000 miles. A, that's a number. Um, so, yeah, that's basically like shooting cocaine straight into your legs. <laughs> I need to circumnavigate the globe seven yeah, times this week. This is, uh, but yeah, so 10,000 steps a week. So, um, I, a couple weeks ago, started running. And uh, I've been doing probably somewhere around 13, 12, 11, somewhere in that range, between 11,000 to 12,000 steps a day. So for this challenge that begins tomorrow, I'm upping that to fifteen thousand. So, um, is my new target. So I, I've I, I've started wrong with you? I've started practicing the complete Why? and total agony. Well, it's a lot of fun, and like today I did. No. I, I ran for an hour and ten minutes on a treadmill indoors because it's ninety-seven degrees here in in North Carolina, and who wants to do that? So, I I just I feel sorry your shoes i don't do that to my shoes bad uh, enough i walk in them yeah no my shoes could they, they i think they like it <laughs> are, you, are you rocking the new balance new balance what year is this yeah the american with, made with man. the velcro no i like the ones that the uh, <laughs> i like the ones with the uh the ones that are already filled with the little tears of the korean kids that have to make them for like 13 cents an hour yeah. So yeah, I, I try to get any something that's uh, imported, uh, made in Vietnam. You know, those are the uh, the things I look for. So, well, that's how we beat them down. We give them money. That's true. So and and that communism. Oh, they love that communism. It's, <laughs> Apparently. Oh wait, that's touching the political. There's Izzy tuning out. So <laughs> come back, Izzy. Um, hey, did uh, we're did gonna I tell you that we're gonna I talk about Izzy's... Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, here in a minute. I never. <laughs> I just promised promised everybody on the social media that we didn't talk about this stuff, and here you are. That is why I brought it up. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna wheel myself over to your house and run over your toes while you're out jogging. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're gonna have to catch me, man. I run fast. (laughs) I don't know. Izzy's got some serious upper body. It's true. (laughs) Speaking of which, so do I. I got to get rid of these man boobs because it's starting to starting to get in the way. Please don't please don't get rid of your man boobs. True. I I have to look at you at least once a week. Yeah, well, there. Give me something. I'm, I'm so, Joe, what have you been up to? <laughs> are we we're are we really moving past man boobs? That first? yes, I yeah, we're we're moving, we're moving. Let's God. move on. I was gonna I was gonna say I touched your bumper, Izzy. Oh yeah, last week you did touch my bumper. Oh wait, I did. That's not what I thought we were talking about. Can we get back no. to the man boobs then? Because that's nowhere near as salacious as what I was gonna say. No, no, we went right. down, Go went down, and saw, went down and saw Joel this week. It was um, yeah, you he know. did. Yeah, we didn't even tell you about it, Mike. Well, he, he can never come, so there's no point in hurting us. Yeah, that's he not is, true. He has like that he is, is the one bullshit. of us that can actually pay his bills. That he is, is a real such job. Bullshit. <laughs> I've been to like three or four events that the two of you have been to. No, I and had whole, a thing, and, and most I of them a, sucked. By the way, <laughs> like we were moving I, really heavy shit in Izzy's garage <laughs> for one of them. So that was true. I yeah, had, uh, and I, I couldn't help but notice that you guys don't get me for the uh, you know the. The Maker's Bits uh, meetings where you're going to design all kinds of cool shit. No, it's, hey, we got to move a 1,500-pound bandsaw. What's Laffy doing this weekend? <laughs> so, well, you yeah, are the strong. best. You are the, out of all of us, you're in the best shape. So that's why. You are. It's true. It's a compliment. It's, you should it's think a compliment. It's, it's, thank it's, you. An, it's an honor. Yeah, Mike. Thank you very much. Yeah. Hold it together. Yeah. Thank you, I'm doing, hey, I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Am I not doing? I'm, I'm probably not doing okay. I apologize. I've let all of you down. I failed you and the internet. Oh. So, but uh, so guys and <laughs> yeah. stuff. 
What have you been up to? Let's start with Joel. <laughs> I haven't been here in two weeks. I I tried That's to not true. You, you only missed but one. You had me at you had me at man boobs. That's true. Uh so I came back. Uh no, I normal. You know the the normal. I've been. Uh, I'll tell you what I have been doing this summer. I made a deal with myself that I was not going to work as much, and because frankly we don't make that much money in summertime. Like our business is, is fairly seasonal. And while we do work, uh, we don't have to work particularly hard this time of year because, um, because if, if, if we work hard, it is because I want to work hard. Right. So if I, uh, want to go lounge in the pool, like I did before the podcast, then I can barbecue all the chicken and sausages and, and hang out by the pool and drink a couple of beers and do the things instead of working in the shop. So this year, specifically this year, I have been trying to not do things on weekends and, uh, I could kind of get used to that. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a full-time gig of of the not working hard, but I've been enjoying it. So what are you spending your time doing on the weekends? So, uh, well, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of, um, uh, we played, uh, exploding kittens the other night. Uh, we had a group over, which is kind of, it's a fun game. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> people, people know exploding. I don't kittens. know exploding you, kittens. You don't know exploding kittens? Uh, no. It's like, uh, it's kind of a slightly more tame version of, uh, of, uh, um, cards against humanity. I barely so, know that though. So I, I don't right. do much with social games. I apologize. Well, no, no, no. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a reason to sit around a table, have a beverage and enjoy each other's company. Mm. So you know how those things are. Monopoly is not monopoly is if or, you want to actually conquer someone or, or lose, lose, uh, any, anything that's left out of your family friendships. Um, that's what monopoly is for. These are games that are kind of fun because you get to, you get to say interesting and unique things yeah monopoly is that kind of game where it's not enough that you win someone has to lose someone has <laughs> yes. to lose and, right and it has to be painful that they do so we've been doing uh you know we've been doing the the things like the the pool we own a pool now you you helped me buy a pool i did and uh and uh there was a house attached to it too there was a oh, there was a house lucky, attached to it. lucky you and it's it's been really fun we've been using it you know maybe three or four times a week which is great. You guys remember you when you walk are... around that property to think that I had to talk you into buying it? <laughs> do you remember? Uh, do you remember? Was it a year, year and a half ago? Joel was bitching about the pool the whole time. Those pools no. take so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I will tell you this: if you're an owner of a pool and you haven't invested in a saltwater system, uh, do that. It just it's just do that thing because it's. I spent a thousand dollars in chemicals last year. And this year I've spent a thousand dollars on getting a saltwater system in and I've done nothing like it just, it, once you get it set up and maintained, it's amazing. So then we just go out there. I skim off the top because we have lots of pine needles that like to fall in and clog things. And then I jump in and it's 82 degrees and it's amazing. And as long as there's sun, you don't get really chilled or anything. Uh, and then we hang out and we have fun. We invite all our friends over that we can. Um, lots of times through the week and things like that. And, uh, 
Okay. You know, it's, it's just, if you have the means, uh, by all means is, is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, I'm just saying that work is not everything right now. So this summertime, I've just kind of been, been chill. You know, this might segue into a, uh, topic idea we had for tonight, (laughs) but so Izzy. Yeah. What you doing? (laughs) You. I'm on a How's podcast. Your How's your week <laughs> I'm a been? Podcast. This has been a really unique week. Um, I was down in commerce and I thought, geez, I'm in commerce. It's only an hour and a half to Joel's house. I might as well go to Joel's house and buy him dinner. So I went down there to buy him dinner and he made dinner. So <clears throat> buying the dinner was out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but you did the next best thing. Dirty jerk. So I took Joel and Margo out <laughs> Wait, to have what? ice cream. <laughs> so I took Joel out to, and Margo out to have ice cream. So we went to Dairy Queen, which I hadn't been to in like, I don't know, 25 years. It was fun. They've changed a lot. Uh, so, And then um, I was going to go home, and I didn't. I ended up staying the night and hung out the next day for a few hours before I um, went home. That's right. We did the Waffle House. Yeah, we did the Waffle House the next oh, morning. The Waffle House is a must. Yep. And um, you know, that was God, fun. those people that work there are so angry. <clears throat> Actually, we didn't we didn't get the barrage of hate and all the stuff we love. It wasn't there, so it mm, was slightly disappointing. Made up only by the fact that Maggie came to join us for breakfast, so it was <laughs> good. And um, yeah, and then I had a little accident, and <laughs> I'm dealing with that now. So yeah, fun Did you stuff. Your short. <laughs> okay. What's that? Did, did you, you said you had a little accident. Did you change your shorts? Was right. <laughs> no, not accident. Like in a car driving home or anything. Um, you guys, most people on the podcast know I have a pretty bad back and it just made it worse. Um, I've lost a good portion of the use of my right leg, which was my good leg. So now I'm using walkers and wheelchairs to get around for now. So we are for now. Yep. We're exploring options for surgeries and, um, and that's one of the things I love about this community. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Chad from Mancrafting had, uh, sent me a message on IG. He said, Hey, there was this guy, <laughs> um, who recently just did a video about having some complications with his back and he went over to Germany to have an operation. So they, he connected the two of us and I actually talked to the gentleman this morning who is actually now, um, a liaison, I suppose, for lack of a better term, for this company or this hospital center, whatever it is that does all these back surgeries, and they are specifically spine injury um, surgeries, and they do some really cool. They're several years advanced from what we are here in the U.S. Um, and uh, they told me about some really unique stuff, and I, I did a lot of research on it, and it's looking very promising. So I'm looking into that, and um, that's going to be a sh- you know it's going to take some time, but um, hopefully that there's there's something they can do to help me without the fusion, which is why I haven't been operated on yet. I do not want a fusion, and in the U.S. they want to give you a fusion because that's what they make the most money on instead of some of the alternatives that are available out there and like Germany and Australia and a few other places that are quite a bit further advanced down or I wouldn't say advanced, but they're using these other technologies that are better for the individual. They're just not available here because they don't cost as much. The hospitals don't make as much money. So, which is, you know, I'm pretty typical of the, of our, of our country. So, um, <laughs> well, Hey, I'm just speaking truths here. I'm not trying well, to. Well, the, the funny part is, is so my, uh, my uncle had, uh, 
pancreatic cancer. Um, and I say the funny part. <laughs> hey, the funny uh-huh. part is, <laughs> right. hey, Uncle Leo, remember when he had that ass cancer? Uh, but he, so he had uh, pancreatic cancer, and um, he had the all the treatments and stuff they wanted to do here in the states were. You know, they're, they're the typical stuff. So he went over into like uh, Europe and I think Germany is where he had the uh, the bulk of his treatments done. Um, and even being like a non-citizen went over there, cost him almost no money. And the treatments he had actually kept him alive probably five or six years longer than the doctors in the in the States told him he would. So yeah. it like, yeah, it battled everything right back. And, you know, he ended up getting a bunch of years. Out. I mean, he was, you know, in his late 70s when he found out. So it wasn't, you know. Any time he got was was time, but yeah, it's funny the uh, the Germans are apparently on the, on the edge, edge of the yeah, yeah. the edge the of other, the good stuff. And the weird thing about it was we had talked a little bit about cost because obviously, I mean, I I don't have insurance anymore. My insurance dropped me when they found out I was hunting for surgeries back in January. So I'm dealing with you know self pay for this, and I talked to some specialists in Florida about doing. Of course, that is a fusion. Um, but again, it's uh, orthoscopic, so they go in non-invasively, um, posterior non-invasive um, entry, which means they go in through the back. They don't cut your muscle, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it was roughly, by the time I get done paying for it, 120 grand with $45,000 down and blah, yada, yada, yada. Over there, the most expensive surgery that I could get, which would be a fairly complex surgery would fix all the all the problems with my back is about 50 or is about 45,000 euro which is about 55 grand that's total that's my that's my hospital stay that's physical therapy after that's food that's everything while I'm there it's a bargain and I'm like um so for 55 grand I can have the whole thing said and done and it's 10 years 20 years more advanced than what we're doing here in the US and here i would pay more than double that for a fusion which would you know really limit my mobility now the reason i've avoided fusions is because i already have a severe spinal injury from when i was in a car accident when i was 22 i crushed a bunch of vertebrae in my back so i have two herringbone rods running up and down my back a whole bunch of clips wires and screws and a big giant fusion across three vertebrae that were crushed so i've already lost quite a bit of mobility in my back now to go a few lumbar down and give me another fusion i would walk i'd be like a freaking board walking around you know i would have no flexibility mm. <clears throat> yeah so all anyway. of that sounds like shit <laughs> well there's you know the, the thing is that was you know not to get off on this whole screw our healthcare system thing but um this was really unique so much for politics is he this isn't i'm not we're not jumping into politics here we're talking about no, you're good we're talking about something completely different. We're, we're, we're talking about the shitty existence of our current healthcare. <laughs> well, you know, uh, but the thing is, it was it was unique that I got hooked up. Man, Chad just remembered seeing this, hooked me up with a guy within a matter of, you know, overnight. I'm talking to a guy that had been over there, had two discs replaced. He I mean, the guy's doing cartwheels now. You know, he says, that's nothing. He feels great. You know, everything that he had gone through is over and it's a unique, it's, his story is uniquely succinct with the kind of stuff I have been dealing with. Now he had um, degenerative disc disorder in two places. I have what's called spondylolisthesis, which is basically where your spine is, one vertebrae is slipping right off the top of the other. And they have those in five graduated stages. They call them grades, grade one, grade two, grade three, grade four, and grade five. And unfortunately I'm well into grade five. So my spine literally just floats one of my vertebrae is literally just slipped you're, up you're right making off. my balls hurt 
<laughs> well, it, it literally has slipped right off one of the other vertebrae. <laughs> and it's also the reason why, if you guys know me, I look like I have giant love handles. And one of the reasons is because I do have giant love handles. But my torso, my upper body, has literally moved two and a half, three inches forward from my lower body because the spine had literally just pushed my whole upper half, you know, two or three inches forward from my lower half. So that's spondylolisthesis. I'm in grade five, which is you can't get. Kind of make it easier though to pee. I mean, yeah, you're, you're not, it, hey, it kind of does. You're not, you're, but you're not going to drip the, as much. It does make it quite. You can't see the bright side. Polish the dull one. Right, right. <laughs> it does. It does make manscaping a little bit trickier, though. I'm telling you. So, <laughs> but um, ever try see, ever see, try I, to I, shave I, a cat on a cliff? <laughs> so the I the, like to the, do all the mine from the couch. <laughs> the long and short of it is, most of that injury has been in my left leg. And guys that suffer from spinal stuff, degenerative disorders, whatever, it's always the left leg for some freaking reason. Um, now this advanced far enough that it's done some damage and done some swelling and pushed everything. I've got it, some issues with my right leg. So anything past half stride, like I can stand up, I can stand, not very long, but I can. Um, Anything past half stride with my right leg, my right leg just turns to jello and kind of falls out from underneath me. And I, you know, there's when I hit the ground, when I fall, trees shake. So I really have to avoid doing that because it just does damage to everything, including myself. So that's what I did. Um, I'm waiting for, I ordered a bunch of stuff because the doctors wanted like $1,200 for the same wheelchair that I can buy at Walmart for 200 bucks. So I passed. I bought a... I bought a hand-me-down wheelchair I'm chopping up and making a giant kind of wheelchair version that will be usable in the shop. And I've ordered a couple walkers and some things that I'm going to need to be able to get around the yard in the house and out here. So, And then um, in the interim of waiting to find out what I can do for surgery, which can take six months a year or longer, especially since i got to come up with 50 grand cash to pay for a surgery. And learn to speak uh, German. And, right. Well, <laughs> thankfully, they they covered that for me. They, they Most Germans speak English, so. Um, well, just, just saying, you don't want to, you know, you don't so, want to go over there and say the wrong thing, and they, you know, they take your balls off. Right. <laughs> and then you still can't walk. No, no, no. That's not what I wanted. I wanted yeah, you to what's fix- the German word for neuter? And make sure you never say it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> So you need to you need to write on Sharpie on the front, like your belly area, and be like, "Not this side in (laughs) German." If if you can read this, flip me over. (laughs) So um, yeah. So as by the way, somebody somebody in the comments just said something about a drill powered manscaping robot. (laughs) I think is (laughs) that's never going to be a thing. I promise. You got it. You got a mill. Hey, I'll I'll let you test it on me. We can't put that on YouTube though, because you know I have feelings. Right, and and career yeah. uh, opportunities that might well, I'm not just be there. you're. I'm just you know. I don't mind you making fun of me on the podcast, but if you're pointing at my junk and laughing on the internet, I I don't know that I can handle that. <laughs> you don't get to pick that. Is all I'm saying. Okay, I I swear to God, I'd have picked a different one. It's but moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mike, so what have you been up to? Not much fun, Mike. <laughs> Manscaping robots. Let's not. Let's, let's just not try that. <laughs> Can you imagine if it goes wrong? I didn't want it to go <laughs> like wrong. Version version one's got to suck. <laughs> I want it to go wrong. Let's should, just build it slow We speed. should find prisoners on death row to test that on. <laughs> oh, I got guinea pigs. Let's shave them first. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> 
Why do you have bald guinea pigs? I'm working on something. So <laughs> we up. don't ask me questions, right? We used up so. half the podcast already, Mike. What do you what What have you been up to, brother? Besides besides heard. running your balls off, Jesus, man, that's it, crazy. it's not just that. I've been I just been I, I've been torturing myself in every way possible. So I've been uh, I've been working a whole bunch, trying to build up a, a pipeline of things so I can make a whole bunch of money because my daughter's college is going to be. <laughs> Um, costing me a bunch and I want to be able to replenish that here soon. Um, yeah, I mean, just, you know, physically I've been completely and totally insane. So I've gotten to the point where if, if I'm not hitting three and a half or four miles a day in, in running, um, it's starting to bother me. So it's, I've, I've gotten to this point where I just like every day I have to run and it's been so goddamn hot here in North Carolina. It's just so hard to do. So, um, but that shit's boring to people that, you know, don't listen. I just, um, I I'm trying to find, you know, I mean, we talked a little bit about the, uh, you know, the reward thing, not that long ago. Um, you know, the, the men's rewards and, uh, where, where sort of males and, and, you know, what is my reward type of thing? And I said, you know, I wanted to, really kind of dedicate some time to myself. And it turns out that I'm a sadist. <laughs> so, because all the time I've spent doing things for myself is all really challenging, really hard shit. So it's like, um, you know, started running, uh, started working on some new processes for myself to make myself more efficient. Um, you know, spending time with the kids, you know, stuff like that. We just, we, we've been out a bunch of times this week, um, taking the kids out individually, taking everybody out as a family, you know, so just, just kind of, um, you know, just, just kind of enjoying things. Like I, I got, uh, I mean, I basically I've got to the point, you know, when the whole reward thing came up, I mean, the, 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 the part that stuck with me was I, I sort of earned the right to, um, you know, do some stuff for myself, but I also have, I've earned the ability to do it too. You know, I have the means to, take a little bit of time off from work. Like Joel talks about, I've got some, I, I don't have to be there until seven thirty, eight o'clock every night. I can leave at six, go to the gym, work out, come home, do some running. Um, been taking time to make meals for myself. So I'm not eating shit all the time. Like just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really kind of investing time in me and it's making me better for everybody else at the same time. So it's, um, it's been an interesting kind of, uh, you know, month or so, just, just kind of working through some of that stuff. And I'm down a shit ton of weight. Like I feel fantastic. And I, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. It's just, I'm, I'm having a really good time with, with all of this. And, and I know to people that are looking in, um, from the outside, it, it looks like madness. And I'm, I mean, honestly, when I, you know, the other day it was 97 degrees, um, was it Saturday, two days ago. And, um, it, I, I was out running. I got full body cramps. Like uh, I, I, I ran too far. It got way too hot, too fast. A full body cramp is called epilepsy. It, yeah, it sucked. It was my, my legs started cramping up real bad. It went up into my back and I was like, man, all of this is awful. Like it just, you know, so I had to walk home and it, you know, I was kind of walk running and it, God damn it. That hurt like crazy. So, um, you know, and again, it looks like, it looks like I've lost my goddamn mind if you're kind of looking at it, but I'm really kind of enjoying the challenge. I'm enjoying the fun of it. I'm enjoying, you know, all of it. It's just been a really interesting couple of weeks. So, but that's me. Well, I'm proud of you, sir. Thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm living vicariously through your I am too. Weight, when, weight loss. When you feel like running is too easy, um, I'm going to just hook up a wheelchair and a harness behind you and 
I'll let you pull. Oh, around. holy shit, dude! I would totally do that. <laughs> just, just run hills, <laughs> dragging please, Izzy. Please, please, please. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm coming. Means, I am can... coming with the Indiana Jones whip. Just so you know, that is gonna be goddamn. If, I'm, if you I'm do like, not call him your steed, <laughs> what is he? I don't, uh, I don't know if why I. Why can can't even I think of the on. name of the movie with Kirk Douglas when he's riding the uh, the chariots? <laughs> oh, um, Ben Hur. Yes, I'm yep. going to be like, <laughs> I'm the chariot. <laughs> there's, there's Izzy behind me. <laughs> be, that would be amazing. Oh, my calf muscles would be this like like chiseled bronze by the time we're, I got done with a mile. We're having people in the audience saying offering money to watch this, so maybe it's a good oh. idea. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a that that sounds friggin' fantastic. I um, yeah, no, I, I like it. I got uh, it, yeah, and the thing is, Joel, it's it's not even really like the the weight loss is is been sort of a symptom. It's it's a it wasn't even the thing I set out to do. It, you know, it's just I just feel better. So and feeling better feels better. I mean, yeah. So I've heard that. I'm going to try it one day. <laughs> Actually, tomorrow because this is the last day we're recording this on the last day of June. Tomorrow starts uh, July first. Oh, I'm yes, so glad you say is. that. I have to announce the build off from Maker's Playground. Thank you for saying that out loud. Maker's Playground. Uh, and that means that starting tomorrow, I am going on a fast and then going to keto and then going to eat a reduced uh, diet for the next 30 days. If those 30 days work out where I don't kill everyone uh, around me, then I'm going to keep it going for a little while and see what I can do for six months. I'd like to. I'd like to start the uh the 2020 with uh with a little bit of reduction in me because the world listen the world has been doing well with all of this mm-hmm. uh but i'm getting older the world's getting older and we could both use a little less of me so yeah i mean i i you know i, I like as much of you as i see but uh yeah being being healthy like it doesn't suck like it just feels good to feel good. I mean, I keep saying that and I've been, and here's the thing. I mean, I got, um, not to get too personal and, and turn this into a bummer, but like when we were going through making the slideshow and, and watching the slideshow for my daughter's graduation, like I've been, I've been looking at pictures of, you know, me through her 18 years and, and I've been a fat piece of shit her whole life. Like, it's just, I mean, I'm trying to find photos of me that, you know, I'm not like, a like this hasn't been a problem for me and it's been a problem for me, my, you know, and I've, and I've always been able to lie to myself, you know, I've always been. I've always had, um, you know, I've, I've gone on crash diets and lost weight and, you know, and it always comes back. And, and so I'm, I'm trying to make changes that are more permanent. You know, there was a, um, I heard something on the, uh, was it Tom Sawyer? Did we talk about this? We may have, I don't know, but, um, that song Tom Sawyer by Rush, he says changes are, what is it? Change isn't permanent, but changes, changes aren't permanent, but changes. And I was like, God damn it, that sucks. Cause that that's exactly right. Like there's making changes aren't permanent, but when you when you make change, like that stuff sticks. And it's just First uh, of all, I'm very proud of you for listening to Tom Sawyer. It's a uh, I am a big Neil Peart fan. I always wanted to play drums. So he takes off like a goddamn Rush lunatic. is the musician's band. Who is Tom Sawyer? <clears throat> Tom Sawyer, the original one or the the the, the, the I know the, the original portrayed book. by Rush. I know the book. <laughs> So it's it's a it's a, a late seventies I think or early eighties. It was a, it's a band called Rush. They're Canadians. Mm-hmm. That's one of the three things that we like about them. Yeah. And uh, I thought was it Rush they, the group that nobody likes? No, Rush Rush is Rush admired is actually, by 
by many. Okay. Rush is pretty good. I actually, I've, I've listened to them thoroughly. Now, the thing is, is Neil Peart, I always consider to be like a drumming god. For he those is a drumming you, god. But, well, hold on. It's reasonable. <laughs> Wait, because I went on YouTube the other day and I, was, I did a search for Tom Sawyer. And I found a seven-year-old who did the whole goddamn song on a drum kit. Yeah, in his yeah, but garage. here's the thing: the seven-year-old <laughs> copied. Oh no! That. I listen. I'm I'm teasing, but yeah, he's uh yeah he is an amazing drummer. Yeah. I've I've seen them live in concert, and it, it it is something to watch. I mean, that guy, you can't believe he only has uh, you know four. You know, that's actually that's an even better topic. What do, what do you guys like to listen to? Like, what's your what's your, what's your what's your jam? I, I don't have any. I, I'm actually having a real hard time with music services right now. What do you um, What do you not like about music services? Well, just like because here's the problem: I listen to so much of everything. Um, it, it's I listen to like new pop. I listen to some hip hop. I listen to classic rock. Like I'm I'm just all over the board, and I can never find playlists or radio stations that keep me engaged for very long. Like it's just. So I end up having to make my own and it's like, I don't know. It's just, I, yeah, I can't, I can't seem to like find anything. Like I'll listen to that. That what is that new terrible song that, that I can't stop listening to is the um, old town road, I think is the name of it. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. mean, every time that comes on, like my kids and me start bopping around the house and acting like assholes. Every every kid does. Yeah, it's hilarious. I mean, the song is terrible in every way it came. In in three years, no one will even know that that song ever existed. It'll be it'll be wiped from the collective memory. But, um, but like right now, I can't I can't listen to it enough. You know, it's the same with um you know some of Ed Sheeran's new music and uh, but at the same time, like I love turning on. Like some old Metallica or some old uh, any Rush really is is great, but like throw in Phil Collins in the mix, and then um, there's some old Engelbert Humperdinck shit that I used to listen to when my grandmother was uh, alive. Engelbert Humperdinck, yeah, she loved the it. Grand it was, Canyon Suite. It was yeah, it was playing in his. Um, it, it was playing in his in my grandmother's beauty shop for my entire like youth, and it was just a you know it was, it was just sweet and perfect, but. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, like that's, but, uh, but I mean, it's like everything. I just can't, like, I never find anything that's that that holds my attention for very long because I don't know. It's too I'm much. the same way. I I roll through like like I'll do like ragtime. I'll do like Scott Joplin, and the next thing I'm listening to is like, uh, you know, there's this there's a there's a rapper named Logic, who who mm-hmm. does amazing stuff, uh, fairly newish, um, but it's you know it's it's all over the board. But then Izzy, you listen you... to polka for like real, like earnestly. Oh, yeah. yeah, I can't yeah, I, do that. I, I, I kick the polka. I can't Are do that. Are you kidding me? I grew up in Wisconsin. I can't. I well, no, I'm not judging. I mean, listen, everybody's got their own thing. Like you know, I don't. Um, like I don't it's, understand it's why part people... of the collective culture. It's well, like being a Packers fan. Yeah, but I don't like. I don't listen. I don't pay attention to sports. <clears throat> like I can't understand why anybody spends time doing that. But at the same time, when Apple has an announcement, like I watch all two hours, <laughs> you know, so I mean, I, I, I can't judge anybody for it, but I'm just, Nerd. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm, you know, so everybody's got their thing, but yeah, I can't, the polka just doesn't, I don't know. It, it doesn't, it doesn't hook me at all. So what it do does. you listen to mostly, Izzy? It does. I like the polka. Um, I am, um, when I say I like to listen to a mix of music, that's probably slightly understatement. Um, everything from Cherry Pop and Daddies to um, the Rovers, Pogue. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with Irish folk 
rock bands. That's the Pogue, the Rovers. I like some of the heavy metal. I love Five Finger Death Punch. I love classical. I'm right now. I'm going through this thing of Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata. Listening. Can I? Can I tell you something through there? Um, Five Finger Death Punch. When I was running for an hour and ten minutes Mm -hmm. today uh, on the treadmill, I listened to the Wrong Side of Heaven. That one song for the entire hour and ten minutes. Oh, jeez. I like. You know, some days I'll be listening to Megadeth, Five Finger Death Punch. Some days I'll be listening to like old stuff. The only, the only re- music I really don't like that I think was really popular at one point was Steve Perry. I can't stand his voice, and I don't know why. <laughs> and everybody loves him. I'm like, I there's something in that voice that just drives me crazy. Um, does but, it? Does it? Does it trigger emotions in you towards other men? No, it feels <laughs> that you're uncomfortable. No, it's, it sounds a lot like nails on a chalkboard to me. Hey, everybody's got their thing. So, and that's like when people talk too quiet, like you've been around those teachers or, and it's usually women that have those really soft voices and they're high pitched and they're really soft. I'm like, I want to punch you. I'm literally going to punch you if you don't stop talking. (laughs) So that's, that's how I talk to Mike most evening. (laughs) He's not wrong that way. That's cuddled. That's, but that's because you guys are all cuddled up. And I, uh, when you were saying the whole Irish, uh, like rock funk thing mm-hmm. then you know my my one of my go-to's if i'm trying to like work up energy or something is dropkick murphy's you need to listen oh, like you need to go check out the course c-o-r-r-s oh i know the course okay absolutely yeah you know if you like i, I was i was a I was a child of the 90s music right on i i know and plus those girls were hot yeah I mean, it may still be right <laughs> so yeah and then um you know, Shaky Graves. If you guys don't know who Shaky Graves is, do yourself a favor and go look that cat up. Um, what does he do? And Shaky Graves, um, uh, what's the other cat I listen to all the time? Um, Nathaniel Rateliff. Another great one. Oh, he's one. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does the he does the, 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 the where they shot the video in the prison. What was What's the name of that? Uh, uh, Son, of, Son a of, bitch. of a Bitch, right? Yeah. Oh, God, what a great. I love Americana. I'll, I'll be honest with you. The soundtrack to, um, uh, the soundtrack to crap. What's the, uh, Homer's retelling with, uh, uh, Coen brothers. Um, the Odyssey, uh, 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 anyway, the, um, the guy who produced the album for, um, for, for out though thou uh what's the name of the movie where the, the he's dapper dan with the uh, oh brother where i was gonna let you suffer through that god bless that just took forever I uh anyway the guy of constant sorrow exactly so that <laughs> that kind of uh that kind of americana just kills me every time i love it and the guy who produced it uh t-bone burnett it does amazing things like when, uh, Alison Krauss and, um, Led Zeppelin, uh, page, right. Wasn't it, wasn't they too did a thing. They just did an am- amazing, like this kind of slightly distorted, bulky kind of, uh, hard hitting kind of drums in the back, just dirty sounding. And it mm. was, it's, I like acoustic stuff, but acoustic puts me right to sleep. There's only so much uh, singer songwriter I can listen to, but that kind of dirty, gritty, kind of uh, honky tonk, um, uh, kind of music is is uh, 
is epic to me. I, I can listen to it at any point. It doesn't matter why I'm happy or sad. It doesn't make mm. me do any one thing or another. Love that kind of music. So uh, do you guys, do you have music playing? We, we So for those of you who don't know, we initially wanted to talk a little bit about sort of um, the pursuit of happiness, um, mostly because the word happiness has the word penis in it. You can't say happiness without penis. So... Um, <laughs> I can't help it. I'm just me. So uh, the thing is, is the um, it, music. How much does music sort of lend to mood for you guys? Because like I find myself, if I'm, it, it's, I find it's a really big sort of deal. Like if I'm driving into work and I feel shitty, I put on music. Like I just have to, because I usually listen to like podcasts and like audiobooks and stuff like that, but like if I'm kind of feeling down or with you know whatever, I always I'll put on just random music and just hit play, and and I it, it changes my mood in a way that really not much else does. So it's kind of how much does that play into things for you guys? Like do you find yourself like oh I hit play on a you know whatever and all of a sudden I'm in a different type of place than I was before? We use it as a in the house like you you were down here you helped me Mike we we installed um in ceiling speakers yeah in the main part of the house in all the various rooms and you actually helped me before like two years ago right now you you helped me wire the the or at least a year and a half ago it was, no, it was the uh, me, the last makers meetup yeah i think it was, it was the, e the first one it, it was, was the, a year and a half not this last year and a half ago yeah year and a half ago yeah. <laughs> anyway so those are constantly used we um um margo more than anything these days we're we run music all the time in the house and it just depends like like she'll rock out to like uh she's she's a big fan of the trap uh so so she'll she'll be rocking out to like two chains uh when she's cleaning and running around the house and then she'll put on like a like a like a really good like new york jazz kind of a thing like almost modern like winton marsalis kind of a thing going on and we'll we'll chill to that and uh it's it's a it's a constant if i'm not listening to audiobooks or i'm not doing s something else I, I i can listen to audiobooks when i do or podcasts when i do things that are semi-mindless like driving and um but if i have to concentrate on uh like like designing plans or woodworking or whatever it is around the yard um, then I can't, I can't do that. Music works much, much better. Um, but pretty much it's a, like I, I keep a constant soundtrack going hmm. in my life. It's very, it's very nice. See, I can't do that because I have to have, I can't listen to music in the background. I, I, I it either gets all of my attention or I have to shut it off. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't do that. I know some people that can work and, and listen to stories and audio, but, and I can't, my mind can't, I can't split the hemispheres. Yeah. See, I have to, if music is playing, I want to hear it. Like I can't having music just sort of playing for the sake of playing. I I miss it. It, it doesn't uh, doesn't do anything for me. What about you, Izzy? Do you have any uh, soundtracks that you like to go to when you're feeling shitty? No, when I'm in a bad or mood. Or does music I don't. not really motivate you like that? No, um, when I'm in a bad mood, I don't want anything. I want to I want to hear the humming of a fan in my face and be left alone. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the sweet sounds of fan humming. No, I mean, there's, there's things like, there's music that I have kind of in reserve for emotional times, not like mad or, you know, but when I'm sad, 
or um, something like that. There's some music that I would listen to, you know, just to kind of not necessarily get out of being sad, but to just emulate this to just kind of elevate that feeling so it happens faster. So instead of it lingering for long times, I just play the music. I feel really sad and I get over it. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't usually do. I don't do. I don't do music for sad. Yeah. Like I, I there are songs that will touch me. And will make me have that that deep feeling. Like there's there's very few times in my life do I cry, but there are some things that I throw headphones on and um and I listen to um, very specifically because I know it's going to be one of those emotional moments because I, I want to get the full like 120 decibel full effect kind of a thing without you know making my kids ears bleed out. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I don't usually listen to music when I'm in a bad mood. I will listen to music if I'm trying to get out of a bad mood, but I don't, I don't usually perpetuate that with like, uh, like mad world or something. And because, because if I, if I add that into the, to the mix, I'll probably just slip my wrist at that point. Mm. Like, like I use it as the, I use it as the escape. By the way, just a real quick uh, FYI. If all of a sudden the podcast goes dead, it's because the largest thunder and lightning storm I think I've ever seen just moved in right over my house. <laughs> so Nice. Yeah. we. I don't have a full generator backup, so it's uh, entirely possible that all of a sudden I just get uh, a jolt of lightning through the headphones and then uh, we're all gone. So Yeah. Got me, it. Me that would be amazing amazing rating the, I wonder, well the thing is is that the the only thing that would be left would be our library because you know obviously if i'm dead i can't do much more podcasting since we're on the so, music topic and i have um we have a few minutes left i have a question for you guys and i'd, I'd be curious to see uh if the, if the audience wants to comment in the comments section i would love to get some you know all-around feedback the um do are there any songs that are ruined for you and not because they're bad songs but maybe you were in a relationship and it ended and that happened to be really popular at the time was playing on the radio or maybe it was a song that was a connection between you and a person that maybe now passed on like i have a song about my dad that i cannot i mean i i can't hear it i mean i literally just you know i have to be away from it um you know is there Anything like, um, is there anything, do you guys have any music like that? Is there a song that reminds you of somebody that I, you just assume not hear? Um, or is there anything like that? Because, I mean, I think music touches us in really unique ways and sticks with us over lifetimes, you know, particular songs do, because, I mean, that's what music does. It hits our emotional epicenter, so to speak. I, I have a song um, that is, um, I don't believe in sort of like, chance and, and, you know, sort of fate and all that other stuff. I'm not really like a spiritual or religious person for the most part. So, um, but there is a, uh, Mike and the mechanics does a song called in the living years that every time. And I, this, uh, you can ask my wife and, and my mother, this, this is a hundred percent accurate. Every time I've had some major loss or something catastrophic in my life, that goddamn song is playing on the radio. I actually started laughing hysterically when I got into the... So I my grandmother, who I've talked about on this podcast before, was maybe the most influential and the most important human being in my life by by a thousand miles. I mean, she was just a... Um, 
just an amazing person. If you could, if you could consider someone an angel, uh, she would be it for me. Um, she died on a Friday back in, uh, when I was working at the, in 2004, 2005, I don't remember the exact date, but actually it was May 11th. I don't remember 2004, 2005, but, um, it was a Friday and she had passed away and I got a phone call from my wife said, Hey, Nani died. And when I got into the car, I got a block away from the office. I basically walked into my manager's office and said, hey, my grandmother died. I'm leaving. And he didn't say anything. He just watched me roll up. I got in the car. I was a block away. And just listening to the radio, that friggin' song came on. And it's the- I bet you, you just poured, didn't you? No, I started, I laughed to the point. I It was, I mean, it was a, you know, hysterical laughter. I mean, it was just- um, because that is probably the fourth or fifth, and that was one of the biggest tragedies in my life is losing my grandmother. Um, but when that hit, when that goddamn song started playing, I was just like, I started laughing so hard because I just, it was, it was funny to me in the moment that again, this happened to me like this fucking song is playing again on the radio. <laughs> like I can't believe, um, yeah, and it happened a bunch of times. I mean, it was. I mean, it's it's throughout my life. Anytime I hear that song, I, I pucker up a little bit because I'm like, shit. You know, so I don't, something happened. I haven't gotten the news on yet. You know, so I'm like, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a hundred percent of the time. It, it, you know, if if I'm listening to it, and it comes on randomly. There's some terrible thing I'm getting ready to about, learn about. about that. <laughs> so that's, that's terrible. Is yeah, he? So, I actually have I have two songs that hit me in a kind of a weird way, both not because of an exact tragedy or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first one, uh, is, uh, Lennon's beautiful boy, which is fantastic. Uh, and it gets me every time. Uh, and while it didn't, uh, before now that I'm an older man, cat in the cradle is just brutal, right? Like just that's like unique that you say that it's one of my songs is my, my dad used to sing oh. that song. My dad was amazing at the 12 string and had a, a lovely voice and used to play that all the time. And after he passed on, I, I literally cannot listen to it without getting all, yeah, you know, all it's the just feels. Oh God. All the feels. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's one of those where, where as a kid, you're like, wow, this is really cool. This mm -hmm. isn't a good song. The words are very touching, but you don't, you don't get the full. Like it's one of those, as you grow older, the, it means different things to you. You can relate to it in a different plane. And, uh, and it's like, it's just one of those crazy songs where you go, geez, right. <laughs> what? So you gotta turn this off. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, um, I, I'm a big fan of the sad song. I like the, the, I love the minor key. So if you're a musician, if you want to pull the heartstrings, if you want to, to touch the person in their soul, it is, it is the minors of things. So, um, Gary Jules did a remake of, uh, well, we've all heard it because it's been overplayed, but of, uh, of, of mad world, which was a, uh, uh, crap, uh, which was a, uh, the original was done by tears for fears. And that was a fantastic song in its own right. Um, but he did it for a, a movie called Donnie Darko and almost nobody saw Donnie Darko because it, it happened to premiere just about the same time that September 11th happened. 
So it's and it's also a fantastic movie, and that has become um, a cult classic. And it should be because it's it's just it's amazing. It's the it's the weirdest movie you'll ever watch. <laughs> like, it's not. Yeah. It's definitely not what? the weirdest, but it is. It is enough fantastic in it to to be. Uh, I like questions uh, at the end of movies. I don't like having all the answers. I don't like everything wrapped up into mm-hmm. uh, uh, one big big ball so um but yeah there's there's lots of you know there's uh there's songs that make me uh uncontrollably happy uh that that are playing and i i like a good pop song i know people rag on things i think um old town road is fantastic i think it hits all the right well there's something to be said for disposable music too i I think uh, yeah i mean uh uh, will ferrell's uh happy i think uh i i think um uh, I think, uh, um, that song Justin Timberlake did from trolls. Yeah. If that yeah. comes on. Yeah. That's yeah. You just feel like bouncing around. There's just some songs yeah. like right now I'm going to kick, uh, for new Orleans music. I want to hear uh second line and I want to hear, um, I want to hear Dr. John and I want to hear, um, there's a, there's a style of music called new Orleans bounce, which is basically <laughs> it's awesome. you take hip hop and, um, uh, uh, Cajun and you take brass and, uh, the, the funk that is new Orleans and, and you, you make it just this crazy amalgamation of stuff. And it's just, it's, you can't help, but it's like, it's um, like a combination of jazz funk and the blues all wrapped into one freaking it's awesome just, ball. yeah and then you put a big sick fat beat on the back end right on. or or whatever whatever it is but there's you know there's there's always um you know there's always those songs that should bring something to you well and i so. i like the I, I never hide from the sad like every now and again that mike and the mechanic song i'll just put it on um i think one of the one of the things that we've one of the lies we tell ourselves is that we're not supposed to feel pain um, you know, I think pain is very good for you. It, it, it teaches you a lot about yourself and it, it, it gives you sort of a direction, but it's also at the same time, like you have to process some of that. You know, we always, we've got pills to keep you from feeling sad people, you know, um, how many people do you know that, uh, I had to have a drink today because I was so strong out, you know, it's like, well, d- did you, I mean, can't you just, just have a good cry? No, but I mean like, can't, why can't you just have the pain? Like, why can't you just, you know, just. Just deal with the the deal with it. And move on. Like you're just postponing it for later. And I mean, it, by that point, it's going to compile with other bullshit at the same time. You know, I mean, you're just gonna you're never gonna get away from it, right? So it's like, uh, yeah. And and sometimes, I mean, I'm I don't cry very often. Um, it's it's you know, I probably I've probably actually shed tears. I cry every morning graduation. when I wake up and have to make coffee all by myself. Yeah, that's a different story. But yeah, I don't. Um, yeah, like my daughter's graduation, uh, her party, I sobbed like a goddamn baby. And I, I honestly, after that, I mean, like it just feels good to let it out. Like, um, but yeah, you just got to have, uh, you know, every now and again, it's good to have that sort of pain. I think music can get you there. You know, it's, it's. I saw, so I have a question for you. If you were on a deserted island, you can only take the discography from one person, right? Like you could take one group's. Uh, 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 it doesn't have to be now one is just a group like like this is the blank this is the the vanilla ice island this is the this is the uh, simon and garfunkel island this is the whatever it is mm-hmm. 
right? Is there a, is there a single person that you'd be able to? So would it, um, that's a tough one. Right. It's definitely not something you can answer on the spot. I've got probably like 10 that immediately come to mind, but yeah, um, I have two would be fighting for me. What are your two? Uh, it would be Beatles or it would be Pink Floyd. And I think Pink Floyd would win only because of the, the vast, um, differences in music and, and various, because it's always been there kind of through my life. So are the Beatles. But I think, I think after everything said and done, I, th- I think I'd do the Pink Floyd thing. Now, because, well, so, it, so now like take Phil Collins, he has, he's Phil Collins and Genesis. Can you take both? Because he's in I, both? I don't believe so. I think those would be two different records. Yeah, see signings. that, that's, that makes us considerably harder. So, yeah, but, saying. but, but I'll tell you what, the nice thing about, uh, uh, air, is it in the air? What's the, the name air, of the song? Air tonight. Anyway. Yeah. In the air tonight? Air tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing is you could get through at least a good year or so with just that drum intro alone. And you, oh, and you starve to death before that's over. So you're good. Yeah. yeah you're fine on that. Yeah. No, cause that's I, I honestly would, like the, the, the Phil Collins Genesis would probably be it for me because the, the range of music that you would cover in that one guy. I mean, you've got really sort of weird and eclectic. You've got really upbeat. You got incredibly sad. You've got like all of it. Like he covers all the notes. Um, I mean, Elton John's probably in that category as well. See, Elton like John his... would be another good one. Uh, uh, I I particularly like Queen. I don't like all of Queen, mm-hmm. but it would yeah, be Queen's would be... very narrow for me. I've only got a handful of songs for that. And I am I can... way older than you guys when it comes to this choice. I'd, I'd be yeah, I'd hit. be battling between Van Morrison and Cat Stevens. I think. Oh, see, yeah, see, that's why you can't Van answer Morrison this. In wins ten, for me. You can't answer this in in a long. In, I mean, in in a very narrow window. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a tough question. It's it's a it's a you know it's a there's a whole movie about your top tens. Yeah. Oh shit! So. Chris Cute just hit me with U two. Now I don't even know what to do anymore. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotta gotta I, you love U two, man. Early U two, sure. Joshua Tree, all that stuff. You know, yeah. I could I could definitely see that. The later stuff. I, just, I never got the hang of the later stuff. By the way, people that 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 like Bruce Springsteen can just kiss me on my ass i i just don't get it <laughs> he's got like he's got like not, six not, songs not mr america <sighs> he's got like you six just, songs and i know that's like taking a un- shit i know it's like taking a shit and i know there goes, when there you goes, became a communist there goes all 17 podcast listeners thanks mike <laughs> yeah i just i don't get it like i hear some of his songs and i'm like ah what are oh, we listening dude. to like how did is this the same guy that brought courtney cox up on stage because i i feel like i, feel I don't like know part this of me is, died I feel bad now because I said, I said Pink Floyd and, and, and you said Van Morrison and I didn't even consider Van Morrison and Jesus. What a, the problem with Van Morrison is if you're alone on an island and you're listening to that, there better be mushrooms everywhere because if, yeah, if you're listening <laughs> well, to that same, shit straight. Same with Pink Floyd. Yeah. You're going to be right? like, ah, like, yeah. yeah, this is really cool. But like, you know, when do I get to watch the wizard of Oz in conjunction with this? Is there, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. By the it, way, can I tell you, Oh, Oh, let's, here's an easy question. Right or should be an easy question. Uh, t- it, name a controversial band that you wouldn't uh, that that you just don't like. Like just like like you know it would be conf- like it would be easy to say. Well, I just don't like Steve Perry. Ice kids. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> that's Perry. easy. Yeah. Right. I mean, is he controversial though? I mean, that's no, not... no, no, no. But I'm saying like a like, somebody like else like is a... going to like them. I think that's what you, it, it would be right. controversial if you said you didn't like them because everybody else. For does. example, I personally think the Doors suck. 
I've never liked the doors. I, I don't ever. like the doors either, though. So I don't know that that's. I don't I, think you're, I, you're I don't too know. far I, out. On I've that. never particularly liked the Rolling Stones. The early early stuff mm. for Rolling Stones, awesome, ish. But the 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 most of the Rolling Stones, uh, yeah, hmm. Yeah, I I I, 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 I dig them. I I don't um. I I, I got. I, it's hard for me to say. I'm not really sure. Anything else? I'm not. No? I'm not even going there. I'll get my ass handed to me. Why? Kiss. Why? <laughs> Kiss? Yeah. Okay. Kiss is another band. They've got like thing. three good songs, and the rest of it, I'm just listening to. Like, what are we doing here? Now, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, is I mean, here's the thing, and, and I talk to my kids about this all the time because my daughter, uh, my oldest, she listens to God knows what, and and I'm like, I'm like, this is really awful music. Like, it's not, and and I'm pretty objective when it comes. To, I'm not, you know, things aren't awful just to be awful, but it's a lot of this. Just it it, it sounds very similar, but. It's like she has a connection to it because she grew up with it. And I think for a lot of folks, Kiss is like that. Like Kiss was this sort of really outlandish, didn't yeah, fit in the box. Yeah, Sisters Kiss, that whole Yeah, they the whole didn't fit in the box. Thing. Like it wasn't their, it wasn't their yeah. deal. Like, you know, they, it, it gave you a, an opportunity to sort of conform to nonconformity, you know, and I think that a lot of people sort of anchored to that. But like the rest of us looking in on it, you're kind of like, mm, yeah, I mean, like, I, because I don't have that sort of emotional connection back when I was a kid. Like, yeah, I don't care. Damn you, Matt Andrews. He just said Ozzy. God, you got to take Ozzy with you, right? Like, but that's can you bring Black Sabbath? That's the that's the problem. Do you you know is is it just Ozzy? Because is Black Sabbath? Well, you know, that's they were saying that to the things that they didn't like. So Chris Cute in our chat said uh, it, he doesn't like Black Sabbath, and and I feel bad for that because. He, he's obviously wrong. So, and, and that's, and that's sad. I would, so. I would actually, I would probably agree with Chris on, on black Sabbath. I'm not a huge fan. They got some great songs, but like across the board. Yeah. Yeah. But you're stuck with their discography. Like you got to have all of it. Right. Like, right. Where do right. you go? Yeah. You got to have, yeah. you got to have all of it. So you do have to pick a band that has like, and you have to have a band that at least went through like two or three different changes, mm. which is why I kind of went with like Pink Floyd and I went with, with Beatles because through their whole I'm surprised nobody's like, especially with this age group, nobody's going for Jagger. You know, that's kind of, I was like, figured somebody's like, I got to have Mick Jagger. Nobody. I haven't seen a single Mick Jagger comment in the, in yeah. The, well, I he's, I mean, he's Rolling Stones though, right? Like, I mean, cause yeah, that's it's Rolling Stones. Hmm. I know. I know. I, you know what? I'll, I'll throw one out there. Um, this, yeah. this may be a, 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 just a little bit controversial, but the, um, Lincoln park, you, you like or don't like? Like I, I like. I could listen. Yeah. Lincoln Park my, is one of the first CDs I've ever been able to listen to from start to finish I'm without any. Pretty trouble. sure that's the only CDs you'll ever find in my brother's car is Lincoln Park. I mean, he like fanatic. Yeah, there are some people that really dig. I like. I I don't mind them, yay or nay. And and I'm the, by the way the same with poor 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 Nickelback. <laughs> there, I mean. They're, they're Nickelback just, is fine. So, that's that disposable pop. Yeah, stuff. that is I mean, definitely the road the, with guitar. trash can pop music for sure. So, yeah, yeah. All right. One more, maybe slightly controversial music topic since we're doing this bedroom songs. And you know what kind of, you know what I'm talking about, guys. If you uh, had to pick well, a bedroom song, Let's a, get it a sexy time song. Who, who, here's you, the problem who are you listening to? And give me like one or two or two or three songs. Oh, that I, you I've, got the, I've got the best. Here's the problem. Um, 
songs last more than three minutes. The majority. Of <laughs> three minutes, thirty six so, seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's so. I have like you know you you say songs. I'm more of a song guy. Like it's not really a plural. So that's the um, yeah. There. Uh, let me tell you something. There is a song by Bedroom's a guy named Greatest Labyrinth. Hits. <laughs> Lapper. This is a uh, what is the name of that song? It's by a guy named Labyrinth. It is like really i don't know it's 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 kind of a dirty sort of slow type deal but i think that um if i were to put on like if you go to pandora and just put on like uh slow jams pretty much it's going to be like 90s kind of pop r&b you know a lot of hey baby you know like all that stuff. i think um you know you get that uh th- that that would probably be okay but yeah bedroom music i'm not a um I like I like interesting sort of rhythmic stuff, and I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. So, hmm. mostly because you know, like I said, I just don't I, I don't need a playlist for the bedroom. It's not going to be that long. All right, Joel, <laughs> it's not. You're you're, you're so, boring audience. What are your bedroom songs? Let's hear from sorry. you. I I don't know. I man. I so anything in the R and B stuff is good, but it can't just be like anything. Um, well, but the problem is of... people say, you know, that people say the stuff that they expect people to say, right? Like that's not, well, I'm just, so we're, we're looking for the, I mean, you know, I mean, this is a good conversation to have because there's always that diamond in the rough when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like, you know, I mean, you can get lazy about it and go right straight for Barry Manilow and you know, whatever Sinatra, no. you know, if you're in my generation or slightly a touch older, you're looking at Barry Manilow or Sinatra. Or you know, see for me, Izzy, I don't, I don't want to bring music in. I just want to hear the sounds of intimacy. See, but you know, a little bit of background music in the, <laughs> you know, it's it's good. You know, the right lighting, a yeah, little I like background to, music. I like to put the, on the right fragrance. Like to, it can be a fun time. I like to put on uh, Metallica's uh, one and just see how many songs I can get into. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could just do, you could just do. Uh, Amy Winehouse. No, and, don't do and that. And have all, yeah, absolutely. You no, could. you're, you're, you're going to, absolutely. You're going to deal with could. flaccid problems very Why soon. Why would you have flaccid problems with Amy Winehouse? Well, she Are you yeah. kidding died me? from overdosing and well, stuff. I'm not it's, thinking about that. Yeah, it's hard for me to, to tear the two apart. I watched the documentary, so. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I like to do, uh, a- I like to put on like some Avril Lavigne. And uh, because she was so like anti man, like you're you're like showing her, right? <laughs> <laughs> like this is what a man is, you know. I mean, I mean, at the same time, she's like a 19 year old girl writing music, so it's not really, it's not really fair. But I mean, she put it out there. No, so. I'm I'm a big fan of um, you know, it's an amazing song, and uh, and I have to I have to pull it up real quick because I got to give the right credits to it. Um, is there any songs that give you, uh, like just like nostalgia for like a period of time? Like, are there any songs that they, as soon as it comes on, you know, exactly that thing you think about every time that it comes on, mm-hmm. like that moment in time, it may not be a, a specific place or anything like that, because I don't, I don't usually attribute a song to a thing, but a group of things that make up a time period. Well, I mean, I, you know, I grew up in the '90s, so it's like, you know, '80s and '90s music kind of does that for me. Yeah, I, I it mean, it just depends. I, I think, especially if you're a child of the '80s or '90s, that was a very, I mean, 
and now maybe it's maybe it is now maybe i'm just old and don't pay attention but that was i mean serious seriously that was what we did man we drove cars out in the middle of a giant circle in right. a barn fire and whoever had the loudest speakers we'd turn the car up loud and listen to whatever you know I always had a lot of speakers, by the way. <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah, That's you what did. I used to do. So, um, by the way, um, by the way, sitting in this group, I happen to have a lot of speakers now. Do you? Oh, I do. Yeah. Is that yes. real? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 That's I real. It. Well, the reason I asked is because I bought a PA system for my daughter's graduation. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'm talking about in the car. I'm not talking oh, about like okay. the clown car. You have the yeah. calliope music coming out of. Well, now I'm I if challenged, I could I could produce a, a very loud car stereo in a very short period of time. I, I wish so, you would. Yeah. Uh, so I, I still during, have a set of Image Dynamics horn speakers laying around from back in the days. That's those awesome. things get loud, dude. So they'll do 138 decibels by themselves, and they don't even do bass. Wow. The. Uh, so I, I, there was a movie that really spoke to us kind of in the nineties, at least for my group of kids. And it was called uh, pump up the volume <laughs> Christian Schlater. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, he ran this, uh, he ran this oh, the pirate, movie, the movie. Oh. oh yeah. Yeah. And it was fantastic. But along that line, so, so those kind of, so you've seen that, gleaming the cube too. Oh yeah. Gleaming oh, the cube. that's a dirty, wait, 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 wait dirty the pleasure movie. Say anything. And French, was it French lessons? <laughs> French lessons. <laughs> You guys remember those? Oh, yeah. Like those things where they Holy were where shit. they were uh music centric. Mm-hmm. They don't uh, hold movies. up. <laughs> <By> the <way. laughs> but I will tell you something that takes me back to that same time period. Harvey Danger released Flagpole Sitter. And it's uh That's if you get a chance obscure. to uh, no no no, it's not. Listen to you'll be bouncing out of your chair if you listen to it. What is it? Uh it's it's Harvey Danger. Just search Harvey Danger. I'm it's, I think it was out of in. Seattle, kind of ish, around mid '90s or so, and uh, fantastic. Just like one of those things where you just want to kind of not really mosh or anything, but but you'd you'd like to be on a skateboard going, you know, twenty miles an hour down a hill with with your Walkman on. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh geez, yeah, that that does bring back memories. Holy cow. Gleaming, Gleaming the Cube. cube. <laughs> That's maybe my favorite worst movie ever. ever. Like it just Christian Slater is a is a skateboarder. Like that's oh, I hate myself right now. <laughs> yep. oh. No, Pump Up the Volume was one of the th- first things that got me into um really got me in- interested into um <clears throat> punk. So so like uh like the soundtrack had all sorts of of punk and and uh, just crazy music that I never would have uh, listened to in my group of friends, uh, and it was it was fantastic. It was it was a cool movie. It was it was one of those movies as kids uh, because you know we would have been like fourteen or fifteen, mm-hmm. and that was just the perfect time for all right um, that. Good stuff. All right, one more question, but we got a second okay. left. Just we'll we'll do this answer. All right, come and go artist. There's somebody, no end to the show. Somebody that came in that you loved was awesome, and then just disappeared. Any you guys got one? Music wise, yeah, music wise, came in. They they hit it hard. They they you. I mean, personal connection. You felt like a connection to their music, and then you know they faded off. 
or did whatever. Do you guys have one? I have one in particular. Yeah. And let me go first because I, I want to tell. Well, no, I, I'll go last. Yeah, please do because you're asking yeah. questions that require more thought than you can right. just throw out on a podcast. Well, this is the, uh, reason, the reason I thought it. Right, go ahead, Joel. Go ahead. So, like one hit wonders, well, right? The, the, that, like that, somebody that came in. That works. I don't it, think that's I mean, the spirit of his it, question, but it could, it could be, be. But maybe it's just a short lived career, or maybe they died young, or whatever. Um, you know, just whatever. I'm just wondering if you guys have well, one. Cause there's one I, that's really the cool. one that I would probably is is um is uh um is uh Christ. Now I'm put on the spot. Is uh how uh, a Chris um uh he did Hallelujah um Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah mm. and a uh, Chris uh, uh oh crap what is I don't his know who name? you're talking about I can't think of his name it's pissing me off right anyway so he he died young and he had an amazing he was he is when you think of of Hallelujah he is the, he is the version you think of. Um, when you hear that song in your head or should not many people, uh, not many besides artists really think about Leonard Cohen's version as a particular popular one. Speaking so, of which, uh, uh, dirty pleasure, the, uh, the pentatonics remix of that, or the, ugh, the cover of that, that was that what, should, when that hit God. the pop, I was like, I, I want to hate this, but I, I just, don't, they just, they, they ruin everything. <laughs> Every. By the way, is your um I, for you? I don't, I don't. I can't think of anybody musically off the top of my head, but I can tell you from a. Um, I was always a uh, a student of comedy when I was growing up. Um, I used to listen to comedians obscure and all that, and and somebody uh, in that category for me, not not a musician, but in that in uh, comedy that that I tell me it's tenacious D. No, no, that oh, uh, okay. Mitch Hedgeberg. Mitch ooh, is the, ooh, good one. Yeah, yeah, he was he was that guy is his if you go back and listen I to I haven't the thought about him in guy, years. He is friggin' brilliant, brilliant in yep. ways that are it's I am very I'm a big fan of comedy that's incredibly subtle and very well thought out. Mm-hmm. And there is no one that's ever been better at that style of comedy than that guy. Like he just his delivery and and the thought processes and just his punchlines were unfriggin' believable. I mean, yeah, when he died, I was like, son of a bitch, man. This is we're never gonna hear another joke from this guy. I, I actually thought that when they said he died because he died of a heroin overdose, and uh, when they said that he had passed away, I was like, that. I I really wanted to hear the next thing that guy had to say. Like it was it was really a hard. Um, that was a real loss for. <laughs> for comedians. Yeah. <laughs> so musically, I can't really think of anybody. I think the, um, the thing about music that, I mean, for me, it's like, uh, the, the problem that you have with music is you have so many of these artists that, you know, they hit it really hard. And then as the years go on, they don't. So it's, it, it's hard to say that, you know, their next thing would have been better. It's, they give you what you get and you, you take that in and you kind of make it yours and if they never come out with something else, like you don't necessarily know that you miss it because they gave you that one thing, mm-hmm. you know, and for me, comedians are different because, um, you know, most comics that are actual comics, they give you a bunch of stuff and then they go away for a little while. And then when they come back, they've given you more. So, um, they, when, when comedians die, 
you kind of get that feeling from them. It's like, ah, shit. Like there, there, there could have been cooler stuff that came out. Not always, but but a lot of time. But with musicians, and particularly with one hit wonders, they gave you the thing they had, and then the rest of the stuff they had didn't really resonate with you for whatever reason. Um, and you didn't really miss out on much from their absence. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, like take Halliday, that "What Is Love" song that came out. That you know, you every time it comes on, you start bopping your head, and you think of the the SNL skit and all that stuff. But like that guy going away didn't hurt anybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like no one's looking for him. New you know kids I mean? on the and block. Fortune is that his- <laughs> yeah, yeah, similar type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, my wife thinks that they're the greatest thing ever, but they. Um, uh, you know, you just like, you know, like when Journey broke up and they brought that Filipino guy in to do all their songs, um, they gave you what they gave you and you had a moment with it and then they didn't give you anything else and you're okay with that because you got what you wanted out of what they gave you. So I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't feel a real void from anybody because I've, I've been sitting here thinking about that question. I, I honestly, I can't think of anybody that I was like, eh, I wish they gave me a little bit more because I think I got what I wanted selfishly i mean you know i'm sure that they had more to give because most of those artists will give you something and then they go they come back out with a new album and you listen to it and you're like no this is kind of shit like i mean for me um i mean eminem is like that for me eminem grow you know when i was coming up like 90s and stuff his albums were when they when he came out with a new album you went out and bought that shit and his last couple ones have just sucked something terrible and it's like he he hasn't really given anything new you you need to listen to logic you, you yeah really I, oh yeah he's already yeah he's already been and, and another thing too is by the way uh for a little while there um and andy berkey's really good about this we have a little chat thing going with andy and a couple other guys um from our online community and they'll share music just randomly sort of throw shit out there you guys need to start doing that stuff because um i, I did it, that today just just songs yeah. Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, it was a, but just a like random songs and shit. If you've got stuff that you think is cool that you know I haven't heard because I'm not one of those guys like if it's not ACDC you can kiss my balls. Um, I like to hear new stuff. Like I, I like people to send me new things that I haven't heard before and, and and sort of test them out and see if they they resonate with me because the music I like I didn't know I like until I heard it. So I'm never the kind of guy that says, well, I don't want to, you know, don't send me your shit because it may not resonate with me. But I, I you know, if you guys got stuff like that. Um, particularly if there's a song that you really enjoy, um, if nothing else, I want to be able to hear what kind of, you know, gets you going. So, mm-hmm. by the way, I, well, I want to mention to you that there are safe songs to play in, in shops with, with grown men. Uh, you can, you can always and, play ACDC and, throw your, and be accepted by everyone. And throw your hands up and uh, do a little dance. is not one of them. Just so you know, speaking from experience, right. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I, <laughs> So me and uh, I'm going to share this, but I'm going to get shit for it forever. And, and I'm going to wish I didn't share this. Uh, so me, uh, this was, I was working at circuit city at the time. So this would have been like 99 or 2000, somewhere around there. We were driving my, my buddy, Todd, my friend, Chris and me were in a car. We're driving. None of you don't know any of these people. And they're all kind of out of my life at this point. So it doesn't matter, but just to give you some context. So Todd is driving. Chris is in the passenger seat. I'm in the back seat. Uh, we were headed down to Myrtle Beach for something. I don't remember what it was. And we're driving. And this moment, like, I can I can picture what they're wearing. That's how Crystal Clear this is. So we're, we're driving. Todd has the loudest goddamn car stereo you've ever heard in your life. Um, we built this thing over, like, two years. It's just ridiculous. And we're driving down. And all of a sudden, we're listening to something. And then, like, the Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way comes on. 
and no one reaches for the radio to change the song. <laughs> and I was like, and I looked over at him. I was like, are we going to sing this now? And they were like, I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> so there was like a collective thing that like, okay, we don't want to change it, but we're not going to admit that we like, we like it. Just let it play, and then when it's over, we'll see what else comes on. So it was just like, you know, one of those moments. But yeah, the, the Backstreet Boys song was the... Uh, I was like, I think, I think we just failed the gay test. <laughs> All right, before we cut, before we cut this off, I want to share this last artist. And there's, I have an emotional connection to his music that is, you know, I can't explain it. And his name is Chris Whitley, um, not the country singer. You'll have to look it up. And the best way to do it is Chris Whitley Dirt Floor or Chris Whitley uh, Junkyard Lullaby or Chris Whitley Indian Summer. Those are three of his more popular songs. So you'll be able to look those up on YouTube and then follow that rabbit hole. He was a he was a stupid, talented, absolutely raged against the whole you know the record labels and and big business and all that. Did not want to be part of it and had a serious drug problem. But he created some of the most authentic and beautiful music I have ever heard in my life. Just him and a wife beater and a guitar and um, I'm telling you. If you go chance, if you go Indian Summer is his most popular song, but if you look up Junkyard Lullaby, Dirt Floor, some of that, and follow that down, it is it is soul wrenching, phenomenally creative. Do yourself a favor, Chris Whitley, Dirt Floor, Junkyard Lullaby, go look it up. You will not be sorry, and um, you can call me and thank me later. Also, by the way, if you're what's looking, your favorite cover song, if you're looking for good shop music, I have created a shop playlist and you will thank me for this go to youtube and just type in izzy's shop time playlist and hit that when you're out in the shop and listen to that i promise you you will be rolling on the floor busting up laughing it's a good playlist mm -hmm. all right go ahead I, what was your question I, mike well, i was just gonna say covers are uh, a lot of people think of covers as abominations i absolutely love them there's actually a um a station on iHeartRadio that plays nothing but them, and I find myself listening to it. Our, our friend Lauren actually turned me on to that. I was like, oh, you bitch, I can't believe you did this to me because now I'm going to lose all of my time listening to this song. But um, what do you guys think about, like, you know, people that do covers of songs and uh, are you for or against? Do you hate them? What's your thoughts on all that stuff? I'm very picky about covers. I think I think either you have to do the song justice as an original that you're that you're actually covering mm -hmm. um or you have to make it your own you can't half-ass it s along the way like and that's kind of why i don't like pentatonic stuff mm -hmm. because uh <laughs> pentatonic not pentatonic i say I pentatonic and I, I say it this pentatonic. i say it the wrong way too uh because it's it's like kids bop or for adults. And sometimes you just need um, a little bit of mindless, good, halfway decent sounding music with a good beat, and that's a great way, a great time to turn it on. Mm -hmm. So, so there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a there's an amazing. Uh, uh, um, Disturbed uh, did that that um, yeah see, that version of um, Sound of Silence that amazing that cover. song gives me the goddamn chills every However, time. However, I, I will a, tell you that I would prefer the original version of it. No, I happen to like Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, also, not, that comes no off an amazing movie, uh, which you should completely Google that because the movie is amazing. Early Dustin Hoffman. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the name. You'll have to look it up. And uh, uh, um, 
the, again, we, we had talked about some of these covers, but there's some covers like uh, Concrete Bond did uh, Everybody Knows, which is another Lennon, Leonard Cohen Oh, that's song. a great song. Oh, just amazing mm-hmm. cover, too. Um, and better than C- C- Cohen did. Um, there's been some Beatles covers that are amazing. Uh, Morgan James on YouTube does a cover of uh, uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, I think, with uh, Haley Reinhardt. What's his who name? both have been in. Uh, Morgan James uh, uh, and Haley Reinhardt, Reinhardt, who work with Postmodern Jukebox oftentimes. Because I got to Google um, that, because that song makes me moist. Hey. It, it is just, it is amazing. We, uh, we, we need um, to end this thing before we run all the natives out of town here, guys. I know, I know. No, there's, there are, there's so many dude, good we haven't songs. lost anybody. People are loving this shit. Uh, uh, we had already mentioned it once. Uh, Gary Jules' version of, uh, of Mad World is epic on every level which which version um who uh gary jules Jules, uh, for mad world uh is uh is a cover for um why am i losing it uh uh crap i said the band's name earlier um oh colin hay which one there was one he did i would uh, colin hay i saw i've seen in concert twice who is amazing don't anybody punch me Uh, by the way his covers uh of of men at work oh yeah are amazing fantastic yep. james he, you know he was the lead by singer, the way but- i i want to uh, in the group and in everybody who's listening if you guys have songs like i said that that just kind of hit you in in a real cool way i think we should put the um we do this in the group all the time you know like what's your dirty pleasure but I really want to, uh, if you have something that just kind of moves you or sticks with you or a song that is very personal to you, um, please send that to us. Um, I, I, send it to one of us. We'll share it with the others. But um, I, I really, I love music. I, I'm a, I'm, I'm, music and comedy are kind of my two things. And, and uh, if you have an opportunity to kind of put a, yeah. a song in front of me I haven't heard before, I, I love listening to it. Um, same with comedians. If you have a, a comedy skit that's hilarious, I want to hear it. But, um, but yeah, send me anything that you can. Uh, post it to our group. Um, we'll probably do something in the group with just sort of covers those. I'm gonna when you post that. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure music stuff? I listen to every friggin' one of those. I'm things, gonna start every you, single. I'm one. gonna start you off in a big way. You ready? Anything you tell me right now is completely lost. You got to message it to me because we've talked about seven thousand well, things. Yeah, this is have. for the audience. Cherry pop and daddies. Shake oh, shake Sonora. Oh. Jump in the line. That's the best version of that that song ever. Mm-hmm. If you're into the Beetle or if you're yeah, into Beetlejuice, that a couple of times. if you're into Beetlejuice, check out Cherry Pop and Daddy's version of it. Um, <clears throat> so just thinking. Oh, James Taylor. He's another one that I would take to an island. I I completely forgot about him. I love James Taylor. Yeah. See, that question's hard. Mm-hmm. Like it's just especially yeah, if you tough. only get one. I think you should get yeah. ten. Son of a bitch. At least ten. All right, guys, I have to go because I have a long playlist I have to listen to before <laughs> I go to bed now. I'm going to be listening to Chris Whitley the rest of the night, y'all. <laughs> yeah. This is So, uh, this yeah, was guys, fun. listen. Thank if you. you're guys and girls, if you're listening, uh, yeah, definitely please do that. If you've got some songs that that that, that just hit you in the balls and you want to share, if you don't have balls then wherever they hit you, but um share them with us. We we'd love to hear that stuff. Um and, uh, you know, you guys can find us on the, uh, if, if you're not a member of the, we like to make stuff group on Facebook, then I, I don't even know why you listen to this show because everything that we talk about becomes a thing in there. So, uh, if you haven't added yourself to that group, shame on you, um, go on there, add yourself, make sure that you mention that you heard us on the playlist or on the podcast. Um, 
because that'll get you right in. Uh, if you if you don't answer one of the questions, just say, hey, I heard you on the podcast. Please please put me in the group. The group is fantastic. It's a bunch of really cool people. We have the best time online. I don't you look at the rest of Facebook at this point. Um, Izzy keeps trying to leave it, but we're going to keep adding them. And uh and I and, and, ban button. And he, he listen, can't leave. you can't leave. You don't. Yeah, I, you don't want to ban. Listen, I know where you live, and and you're. I'll slap. Like I said, you're in a wheelchair. I don't give a shit. I will slap the eight. shit out of you in a wheelchair. I'll put that shit on YouTube. People will watch it. They'll be like, I can't believe this guy's hitting a dude in a wheelchair. I will still kick <laughs> so, your ass. <laughs> you can leave every other goddamn thing on the planet. Oh. You stay in our group. Goddamn it! I'm not having this conversation with you because the uh, again the yeah the we, tenth time. <laughs> So, so um thank you for a fun podcast guys this one hit this one hit the feels tonight this was fun Ooh, this was fun for yeah. me this was a lot of fun well i'm not sure that i hope it, i'm not sure that the uh the audience like they're probably we're probably losing people left you know, and right you know what's funny is if it wasn't for copyright things i would we could completely like mix this with little snippets of songs no no we couldn't about. because that would mean i have to do it i could see everybody going why i ain't got time for that three and a half hours, hours long <laughs> this is three and a half hours long it'd be like yeah this, and we're NPR? being sued by everybody <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they could have everything at the patreon account it's there it's just tell them to take it <laughs> yeah all 117 dollars <laughs> Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Is it up to way, 170? Way exaggerated. <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. It's more like 17. But, he uh, needs hookers and blows. You, yeah, you keep that cash those yourself. Those hookers are expensive. God damn it. When did that, <laughs> when did that become such a thing? Speaking, speaking of Patreon, if you if you do care for our sultry tone. Well, we haven't done this in a while, have uh, we? <laughs> you no, know, we, ha- we haven't. Uh, we do actually have a Patreon uh, account that you can uh, give us your hard-earned money um, much like you give other entities that you don't mm-hmm. like, say like Comcast, we could be your other Comcast. Uh, it's this support that keeps us going. Uh, you will and- receive the free mug and the cozy. Uh, it's not a koozie. I know people say koozie, but that's wrong Yeah, because it's cozy. And it's don't forget reason- if you, if you do $5, you give the, uh, we give them the dry handy, the next maker meetup. We do. We do <laughs> dry lube costs extra. That's, Mike, that's yeah. Mike's job. I, listen look at the hands uh, apparently since the last maker since, <laughs> no, since the last maker me, I, I now for, have a 55 you don't want one for yeah, Jesus Jesus Christ. it's like sandpaper you're, you're baby. gonna lose it is <laughs> <laughs> he's like a club demand plus you never want to see your plus you never want to see your junk in a hand that size <laughs> you'll feel you know, really disappointed it's gonna make yourself. you feel like a make you feel like a four-year-old boy yeah if so. if you feel if you feel so inclined and you want Izzy's hand not near you, you're welcome to donate a dollar a show. Somebody was it's, just going, uh, it is appreciated. You know, I might help. Nah, never mind. <laughs> right? Oh, God. <laughs> the terror uh, and, just and overwhelmed I, me. And we do have to do one shout out because you guys, while I was gone last week, did not shout out Klingspore. Uh, Klingspore. We can't uh, shout them out in the hour and we, 31 we minutes. To, we have to do the last last minute shout out. We'll have to do that in the beginning of the next show. Yeah, do, fine. Fine. They don't even pay ooh, us that ooh. much. It's We're trying to come up with a uh, catchphrase for Klingspore. Like, Besides, do they do they want to follow Dry Handy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. What, what they pay us? Yeah, it's, it's probably It's true. fine. Oh, God. All right. All right. We'll talk about this anyway. next. We're Klingspore. I think we should have a little competition for Klingspore. I'll talk to you. We guys should do about a whole Klingspore show. Let's get Z, let's, let's, let's get, get Mike uh, Z. Get Mike let's Z get Mr. Z on. Z on here. Heck yeah. Let's, oh let's get him on next week. My God. 
Coleman so just so had so a full-on stroke. <laughs> the whole left side of his body just stopped working. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if we can make him unemployed. No. <laughs> well, the thing is, is I'm going to break his balls about being a virgin I, I, for the first 15 minutes I of the show. Need, so I mean, it's like I need Mike. That guy has got so much knowledge about finishing and sanding and some techniques that I I want to learn that all that shit stuff. Is boring. <laughs> no one. I mean, and it's boring. Why he's still a virgin? It's boring to you, but to me, that stuff is like solid gold. I'm rock a host. Star information. I have to be entertained. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> All right, on next week's episode, something's going to happen with sandpaper. A man named Mike and another man named Mike. <laughs> another man and named nipples. Mike. <laughs> let's not forget the male nipples. All right, let's wrap That's this right. thing up. I'm, I'm, I'm done with myself at this point. <laughs> so, but anyway, hey guys. Uh, at maybe podcast on Facebook, go hit the like button over there. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, well, I hate you and all you stand for. Go ahead and hit the uh, subscribe button over there. I don't know how many people even have subscribed to this point, but um, we will catch you guys next Sunday, eight o'clock. Well, it's like eight ten is when we start, or eight fifteen, or whatever. I hit the button, but um, I think that uh, yeah, next week we should probably do something weird with Mike. Let's give that a try. Yeah. Awesome. So, but hey, I'm not shitting you. Send me messages or post in our group with songs and shit that we want to hear. Joel, I'm going to put it on you to make sure that tomorrow we I have will, some type of post with something will, like this. We will so, make it happen. Izzy you. Shop Time Playlist, YouTube, look it up. Your life will be forever changed. You will be the happiest person you know. Can you just post that in the group so I don't have to search I, it because typing is too much? I can post it. What group? On, I almost on, got on you. Makers, look at on me. Maker's Playground? Sure. <laughs> Maker's Playground. I'll stomp your balls. Put that in our group. I'm, I'm tired of this shit with you. Your legs are too sore. So, You've been running too hard. I'm not I'm not going with his exclusive content to Maker's Playground only. You're a member of this community, goddammit. Like it or not, I don't care. So, uh, all right. Remember, Listen, everybody. Have a great this, night. This is my community. I don't know what you're talking about. You're in our community. Oh, no. Mine. All right? Mine. <laughs> I love you guys. Good night. I'm going to roll you down a big hill. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye.